We know now that in the early years of the 20th century, this world was being watched closely by intelligences greater than man. Did the CIA write Wind of Change by the Scorpions? <laughs> Dr. Loeb, what percentage chance do you give it that you have indeed uncovered extraterrestrial or non-human technology? Prior to your abduction, did you believe in UFOs? All things unexplained. So some of that I think, sir, will save for closed session. Congressman Tim Burchett represents the 2nd District of Tennessee. The following are his highlights from the July 2023 Congressional Oversight UFO hearing. Mr. Graves, again, I'd like to know, um, how do you know that these were not our aircraft? Some of the behaviors that we saw in a working area, we would see these objects uh, being at 0.0 Mach, that's zero airspeed, over certain pieces of the ground. So what that means, just like a river, if you throw a bobber in, it's going to float downstream. These objects were staying completely stationary in Category 4 hurricane winds. These same objects would then accelerate to supersonic speeds, 1.1, 1.2 Mach, uh, and they would do so in very erratic and, and quick behaviors that we don't, I don't have an explanation for. Okay. Have you spoken to um, commercial and military pilots um, that have seen these off of our East Coast? I have. Okay. Mr. Favor, I noticed that um, um, in the Tic Tac video, uh, it's Tic Tac, like the candy, not TikTok like the uh, Chinese Communist uh, app. app. That's correct. Mr. Favor, what, what astonished you the most about the the flight capabilities of these Tic Tac, very briefly. Uh, the performance, absolute performance. It was. And, and you're, you're not aware of any other objects that anybody in the world has in this world that has those capabilities? No, I think it's far beyond actually our material science that we currently possess. Are you aware of any other reconnaissance platforms that have tracked or recorded the Tic Tac's maneuvers, maybe the NORAD system or any of the others? I am not. Okay. Mr. Grush. Thank you for being here, brother. Thank you all very much. Um, have you faced any retaliation or reprisals for any of your testimony or anything on these lines? Yeah, uh, I have to be careful what I say in detail because there is an open uh, whistleblower reprisal investigation on my behalf, and I don't want to compromise that investigation by providing anything that may uh, help provide somebody information. But it was very brutal and uh, very unfortunate some of the tactics they used to um, hurt me both professionally and, and personally, to be quite frank. Yeah. It's very unfortunate. As they say, when you're over the target, that's when they do the most fi firing at you. Do you have any personal knowledge of people who have been harmed or injured in efforts to cover up or conceal these extraterrestrial technology? Yes, personally. Have you heard, have anyone been murdered? 
that you would th that you know of or have heard of, I guess? I have to be careful asking that question. I directed people with that knowledge to the appropriate authorities. Maybe in a, um, if we could get, it, get in a um, confidential area of SCIF, we could talk about that. But unfortunately, um, we were denied access to the SCIF, and that's very unfortunate in this, in this scenario. Um, Mr. Favor, do you believe that you witnessed an additional object under the water in relation to your encounter? I will say we did not see an object. There was something there to cause the white water, and when we turned around, it was gone, so there was something there that obviously moved. Okay, it was, it was not the same object, though, that you were, you were looking at, correct? No, we actually joked that the Tic Tac was communicating with something when we came back and could, because the white water disappeared. Uh, we were, in, in another instance, we're told about the capabilities of, of a jamming during viewing of some, when there were some people chasing some of these objects. Did you experience any of that jamming or interrupting your radar or weapon system? My crew that launched after we landed experienced significant jamming to the APG-73 radar, which was what we had on board, which is a mechanically scanned, very high-end uh, system prior to the APG-79. And yes, it did pretty much everything you could do, range, velocity, aspect, and then it <coughs> spit the lock, and the targeting pod is passive. That's what we were able to get the video on. I'm about to run out of time, but um, are you aware of any of our enemies that have that capability? No. Okay. I would also like to note for the record that, um, like George Knapp, breaking Area 51, he's the reason I knew about that, and the reason I know about the, the Tic Tacs is, uh, is Leslie Keene um, from New York Times article, and I would encourage everybody to read that. Thank you, Mr. Chairman. I'm going <clears> to <throat> direct this, I believe, to um, Mr. Grush, but if any of you all feel like you need to jump in, just jump right in. We're good. Um, has the U.S. government become aware of actual evidence of extraterrestrial, otherwise unexplained forms of intelligence? And if so, when do you think this first occurred? Uh, I like to use the term non-human. I don't like to denote origin. Keeps the aperture open, both scientifically. Right. Uh, uh, certainly, uh, like I've dis discussed publicly uh, previously in 1930s. Okay. Can you give me the names and titles of the people with direct first-hand knowledge uh, and access to some of this crash retrieval, some of these crash retrieval programs, and maybe which facilities, military bases that would the recovered material would be in? And I know a lot of Congress have talked about we're going to go to Area 51 and, you know, I mean, there's nothing there anymore anyway. It's just, you know, and we move like a glacier. And as soon as we announce it, I'm sure the moving vans would pull up. But please. Uh, I can't discuss that publicly, but I did provide that information both to the Intel committees and the Inspector General. And we could get that in the SCIF if we were allowed to get in a SCIF with you. Would that be probably what you would think? Sure, if you had the appropriate yeah. accesses, yeah. Uh, what special access programs cover this information, and how is it possible that they have evaded oversight for so long? Uh, I do know the names. Once again, I can't discuss that publicly and, and how they've evaded oversight. I, in a close setting, I could tell you the specific tradecraft used. All right. When, did, when do you think those programs began, and who authorized them? I do know a lot of that information, but that's something I can't discuss publicly because of sensitivities. All right. If any of y'all want to jump in on any of this, you're more than welcome to. Um, what level of security clearance is required to fully access these programs? Well, anybody who has... Uh, and, I, and I say that because myself, um, Representative Gates and Representative Luna were basically turned away at one point. 
at Eglin. So please go right ahead. Uh, certainly difference between member access and say somebody like me, but anybody who has a you know, TSSCI clearance and meets the eligibility criteria, the access adjudicative authority should be able to grant you access. So, yeah. uh, Mr. Burchard, if you'll yield. So just to be put a fine point on that, there's nothing that you're aware of that's above special access program classification. It, it's a misnomer that there's anything actually above top secret. Executive Order 13526 delineates the classification levels. Right, and, but I, I draw a point on that because we can have access to, mm -hmm. to those programs. And so the notion that we're not being given that access sort of defies our typical muscle memory here in Congress. Thank you, Mr. Burchard, I'll yield back to you. Thank you, Mr. Gates. Um, along those lines, Title 10, you may not know this or not, but uh, Title 10 and Title 50 authorization, as they, they seem to say they're inefficient. It, so who gets to decide this, in your opinion, in the past? Uh, it's a group of career uh, senior executive officials. Okay, are they government officials? Both or in and out. Do what? Both in and out of government, and that's about as far as I, I got can you. go there. Yeah. All right, well, that's... It leads to my next question. Which private corporations are directly involved in this program? How much taxpayer money has been invested in these programs, to your knowledge? I mean, we know we, know we, we audit the Pentagon every year, and I've been here five years and they failed the dadgum thing every year. They uh, lose over a billion dollars a year, we think, and I was told Department of Defense, maybe 60% of their assets are unaccounted for, whatever the heck that means in the public's, it, sector you go to jail for that kind of crap so tell me yeah i know when i um i'm, I'm a dollar off of my dts travel voucher i get hammered but uh seems like it doesn't work the other if way you right? sell over yeah. six if you sell over six hundred dollars worth of stuff on ebay now you get a call from the irs so please what corporations yeah i don't know the specific metrics towards the end of your question uh, the specific corporations i did provide uh, to the committees in specific divisions and uh, I spent 11 and a half hours with both Intel committees. So. Okay, has there been any, has there been an active U.S. government disinformation campaign to deny the existence of unidentified aerial phenomena? And if so, why? I can't go beyond what I've already espoused publicly about that. Okay, I've been told to ask you what that what that is and how to get it in the record. What, which uh, what have you stated publicly in your interviews for the congressional record? Uh, yeah. If you uh, reference my News Nation interview and I talk about a multi-decade you know campaign to um, disenfranchise public interest, Sorry, basically. Mr. Chairman, yeah. Thank you, Mr. Chairman. Thank you, Mr. Ogles, for the great questions, brother. Um, Mr. Grush, I might have asked this before, but I want to make sure. Do you have any personal knowledge of someone who's possibly been injured working on legacy UAP reverse engineering? Yes. Okay. Um, how were they injured? Was it, is it something like a radioactive type situation or something we didn't understand? I've heard people talk about Havana syndrome type incidences. What, what was your recollection of that? I can't get into the specifics, but you can imagine assessing an, an unknown unknown. Uh, there's a lot of uh, potentialities you can't fully prepare for. Are you aware of any individuals that are participating in reverse engineering programs for non-terrestrial craft? Personally, yes. Mm -hmm. 
you know any that would be willing to testify if there were protections for them? Certainly closed door and assurances uh, that breaking their NDA, they're not going to get um, administratively punished for okay. so. Yeah. I yield, Mr. Chairman. Thank you, Mr. Chairman. This is for all three of y'all, starting with Mr. Graves. Why did you come forward on this issue? I came forward because I felt that my colleagues did not have a way to mitigate the safety threat and I wanted to help them. I was trained as an aviation safety officer by the Navy and this seemed, it just, it just felt right. I felt like I had to help the folks that were still flying and dealing with this. Mr. Grush. Purely a sense of duty. Um, I first swore an oath when I was a cadet 18 years ago and I, I still uphold that even out of the uniform. Commander. I was pestered uh, by a friend and I asked why and he said, you're the one person that they can't discredit and you'll add credibility to the New York Times article. And so after about six times, I said, okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, this town isn't uh, made, unfortunately, by people like y'all. We thank y'all. I do want to also thank the people in the audience and the people that are watching this that can't be people all over the world that have kept this issue alive. You've endured criticism and derogatory remarks, and we're trying to get to the bottom of it. So God bless y'all. Thank y'all so much. We really appreciate you guys and gals. Um, That's why we need term limits. Y'all keep clapping as politicians just keep talking. So um, let me ask y'all, how can the public contribute to UAP reporting? And what avenues you think are available to the public to report these sightings? Well, right now, I don't think there is a lot of uh, public options for that, every man to be able to report on this. Uh, I think even for professionals that have sensor data that are seeing these on a regular basis, they're still hesitant to come forward. Uh, and so for the general public, I think uh, encouraging the conversations that we're having today, looking for technology solutions that can be distributed uh, so that objective data can be gathered is the first place to go. Mr. Grush. Uh, I'll just touch on the whistleblower side of it. I do encourage you know, current former military intelligence community and industry contractors to come forward in a legal way, either through the IC or DOD or whatever the cognizant IGs are, um, to, to lead, you know, lead, you know, join me in this discussion. Commander, and I, I guess I should say this for the record, my daddy was United States Marine Corps, First Marine Division, so. Hoorah. Yes, sir, he was old school, him and Chesty Puller on Peleliu, so thank oh, you, wow. brother. <laughs> wow. Yes, sir. Um, I'm, not, I'm not anything like my daddy, he was incredible. I'm very mediocre, to say the least, but go ahead. You seem to be doing fine. Yeah. Uh, for me, uh, you know, I was an accident investigator, so the biggest thing that you learn, and I think that witnesses need to, to do is, one, don't try and make the fish bigger than it was. Stick to the facts. Write it down and don't speculate what you think it is because it will sway your decision. Just write the facts down. We can get all the facts together and we can start to investigate and get a real honest story instead of it was this big. Thank you all and I want to thank everybody. We made history today. Thanks. Like. Share. Follow. All things unexplained.
swag, and much more at linktree.com slash A-T-U podcast. Bigfoot U-F-O dot com. So some of that, I think, sir, will save for closed session. <laughs>